Moment, hold on. Let me find it. Go, Mr. Sko. Here's the tune I used to know. The tune the I tune used, used to know. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. My name is Josh. With me again is my bearded co-host, Mr. Andy Fusco. That is me. Perfect. Stretch out the intro. <laughs> We've got nothing to talk about today. We're going to slow uh, it down. Welcome to the Chatering Podcast. If you did not know, this is an explicit podcast. So you have five seconds to listen to something else. That's five, four, three, two, one. Fuck! <laughs> Listeners can review the show <laughs> on iTunes. <laughs> Uh, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Google Podcasts, personally. That's my preference. I enjoy. Are my, are my peas popping? Pop that pussy. Pop, pop, pop pussy. Pussy, pussy, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can send us emails and voicemails uh, that we will read or play on air. Uh, our phone number that you can call into, which I fixed today. So now it goes straight to voicemail. And it's got a pre-recorded message. Does it really? Yeah. So oh, it'll right. be like, you've reached the Chatterang voicemail line. Leave your message. <laughs> we can actually do voicemails on this thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so sweet. that'll I think that'll make voicemails easier because our audience is dumb and doesn't know how to record a thing on their phone and then attach it to an email. Yeah. No, they're really bad at that. Aside from like three people. So well, there you go, Fast Eddie. We got a phone number now. <laughs> I would <laughs> love to hear from that guy. He like should be our first call. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or if you're Australian, Snapchat. You can, uh, so that's what, Chanaran on Facebook, at Chanaran on Instagram and Twitter, and I think Chanaran on Snapchat, right? Super hard to remember. Yeah. When, no, nobody uses Snapchat remember, remember, Yeah, remember back when people used to snap us nudes? What happened? I know. That was the good old days. That was back when you were single and people yeah. were interested in... Come on, Eric <laughs> Evanhouse. I haven't seen I haven't seen that dusty brown b-hole of yours in a while. Hit oh. up the snap. Oh, my God. Speaking of Eric Evanhouse... Oh, let me, okay. <laughs> Hold that. I'm okay. almost done. All right. <laughs> Check out the Chanarant store at chanarant.com. Uh, invite, share with your friends. And this episode is brought to you by our patrons, those lovely people who are watching this stream right now live. Fuck you, Windows, with your notification noises. <laughs> uh, yeah, so check us out. Patreon.com slash Chanarant. Fusco, what about Eric and Ev- Eric Evan House's butthole that you need to tell me? I was just this early in the show. I haven't even had <laughs> enough of my Bev yet. <laughs> I was, well, Eric just gave me the thought of the Chanarant bikini, which is at, available now at the Chanarant store. Uh, but we've had a couple people ho- who have ordered it and ordered it, taken pictures of yeah. the, our lovely Bathia, of course. I didn't realize how nice that thing turned out. Yeah, it's really quite good. Um, we we have, should probably share more of those pictures. <laughs> I have somebody else ordered it and sent me pictures, and I was like, can I use these publicly? And she was like, uh, I guess. <laughs> so we might start pr- uh, promoting this more. Promoting and then we have, of course... More. Pictures that we've never used. Mary went through the trouble. Uh, Mary, yeah. Queen of Legs, went through the trouble. Great pictures that I still have to. Trust me, I got like seven hundred pictures of Mary in a bikini, like just for us. I'm like, Th- that was the I'm funniest. Just keep this for myself. Yeah, <laughs> that was the funniest thing ever when she sent us the. Cause she was like, yeah, like I'll, I'll do, I'll model the bikini for you. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. 
And then, like, soon as I saw these pictures, I was like, great. Like, who did you get to take them? I was like, oh, my boyfriend took all these. And he was very confused. That's why I was. <laughs> why he's doing this. Why I was. He was taking pictures of me modeling a bikini for two bagpipers in America. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I did meet him once. He's a lovely, lovely guy. Uh, so I think he feels reasonably comfortable. Well, he shouldn't feel comfortable, but. <laughs> he shouldn't. <laughs> no, one, no one should ever feel comfortable when Josh or Fusco are around your significant other. <laughs> Correct. Like, yeah. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> exactly. But the reason I thought of Eric was because Eric also modeled the bikini for us and we never I, use those I pictures never, either i never got those did i, I oh know, i've I, got the test shots you never got i got, I got test shots i thought we were gonna get like a we were full supposed album. to get a full we were and then i was gonna happened. do an entire like calendar see our calendar that was just like our fans in the bikini, in the bikini? that would be men amazing. and women both like i want i want the i want mr january to be eric evan house's <laughs> bearded ass <laughs> sitting on a utah beach in the bikini i want eric Rob McCallum, fucking <laughs> Rob, James. Rob in his hot tub. Yeah, Rob in his hot tub with the bikini top on, right? <laughs> maybe, Guys, with, maybe let's sit next this, to his daughter. Let's make this happen. The Channerant calendar. Oh my god, Channerant calendar. Channerant bikini calendar, and it's all just sixers. You know who Mister November is going to be? Who's that? I think I can make this happen. I'm going to get Stuart Little in a, in a Channerant bikini in the CR bikini. <laughs> Jack Lee wouldn't do it, but Stewart's pretty Stewart, fun. Stewart would. Yeah, he's, he's a fun guy. Um, real quick, I want to thank our guest last week, uh, Trevor, for coming out. And oh, yeah. Trevor was us. great, man. It feels like that was forever ago. I don't know if you remember this, because you were pretty drunk, and I was, I was drunk. reasonably drunk. Yeah. But Trevor, like, more or less offered to be our third person. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think yeah. we should take advantage yeah, of that. Yeah, I'm totally down. We, we, we are severely lacking see in that mic? demographic. See this mic this right here? This is Trevor's mic. This is Trevor's <laughs> mic. Whenever it's empty, we're on. Um, we're we're in mourning. Yeah, we're we're only two thirds of a podcast. Let's get a picture point. of Trevor's face, and we'll just tape it there, <laughs> like, and then we'll have his voice. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just give a video a clip yeah, of his have, voice. That way we don't have to. That way we can it can look like we're in studio. Yeah, you know? I don't know if Trevor knows what he's getting into because like this yeah. is a colossal pain in the ass to do this every week. Oh, dude, and the yeah, planning. He, he and was so he was so like excited about. It. He's like, yeah, this is so much fun. Like I'm totally down. I'm like, you say that now. Yeah, wait, <laughs> g- give it like. A few weeks, and you'll be like, God, give it 167 fucking, fucking episodes. <laughs> like, I gotta do this shit again, and you will change <sighs> your mind. But I would, you. I would love to have Trevor. I was, yeah, he. We had a lot of fun with him. Um, that episode should be coming out sometime in December. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. Joe Brady called me yesterday. He's like, "Where are the episodes, bro? Like, I just put I paid you. Out. I paid you for advertising. I'm like, I just put fuck? a fucking episode out. Oh, did you? Yeah, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, we're, I was like. J- Call Josh. I don't know. <laughs> we have been we've been putting. I've I've got us up to once a week. The problem is we just have a backlog. We have so we, such a backlog. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are we like? Three weeks behind? Four weeks? Uh, yeah, like three. This will make us four behind <laughs> today. <laughs> <laughs> we do have some good ones coming up. We have some people booked for the like next had, month and a half. Yeah, because we had beer boys. We had uh, Trevor's. We had a grab bag. I think that was just me and you. Oh right, the one you today. just put out was the rap one. That right? was rap. Yeah, so that was a few. That was a while ago. I'm sure that was horribly boring. Thanks to Reb. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we it was it was nitty gritty. We were just talking. about... Did you actually talk about bagpipes? Because oh, yeah, Rab was yeah, there? yeah. Oh we talked God, about bagpipes. How boring. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we talked about bag. It was mostly just like me questioning him on is he keeping up with his piping in a pandemic? Has and he has he been? He says he has, but it's a pain in the ass. And so you know, listen to the episode, guys. But uh, yeah, we talked about how like you know there's some, like could you imagine if someone had to try to show you how to lap a stock like over Zoom? That would suck dicks. Dude, I do that for a fucking living. It's I know. nonsense. Yeah, like I cannot imagine trying to learn how to do something right that way. You know, <laughs> it is really difficult. Which reminds me, the dojo is exploring the idea of a uh, in-person tuning clinic, which is I've gone to in the past. I've yeah, yeah. Taught for it in the past. They used to do them all the time. 
They do it every year, and I'm hoping it happens. Please, for the love of God, just get all these motherfuckers <laughs> in a room. Get somebody in a room so I don't have to do try to explain this yeah, over Zoom. Like trying to explain over Zoom <laughs> sucks. It's the worst. Oh my god. But yeah, anyway, uh, Rab, I, I'm very excited to hear Rab play someday. Like four years. I've, from now. Yeah, I've heard him play. Uh, he's, I've heard him play Channer hey, a little bit. Right? I've heard him play pipes. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah. He played pipes for us at some point. I, I feel like I remember. Well, you know, you black out a lot more than I do. That's true. (laughs) So uh, anyway, back to point number one. (laughs) Thanks for coming on last week, Trevor. Yeah, all the way back to Trevor. It was good. It was good to have you, man. This is going to be a random show today. Speaking speaking of having Trevor on, uh, we were talking about Soap on a Rope before the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Pre-show, we were talking about Soap on a Rope. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Fusco, you were telling me that you didn't know the origin of the term soap on a rope. I haven't heard of soap on a rope. I mean, I've heard it for years. Listen, my first origin of me hearing soap on a rope, and I swear to God, this is true, is, do you remember the TV show Alf? Yeah. I mean, he eats cats. I was a, yeah, I was, I, I never like, watched it. it was I way, watched that live. Yeah, it was like I was, my time. I was like 10 when that came out and I, I was, was like, a twinkle, I, I was a twinkle in Angus's eye. Right. You weren't even born yet. And <laughs> I was watching the show and it was great. And he mentions that's the earliest time I remember anybody mentioning the soap on a rope joke. And I, I've never understood the soap on a rope joke. Like, I, I just didn't get it. Like, why? What, what's the deal? Do people stick it up their ass? Why would they do that? And then you explained to me pre-show that soap on a rope <laughs> was what? To, yeah, so to my knowledge, the origin of soap on a rope, uh, the way it was told to me, was if you're in prison, if you're in the uh, American penal system. <laughs> emphasis penile. On the word, penile. Yeah. <laughs> emphasis on the word penal. Um, a, a, you know, the common expression is like, don't drop the soap, right? Right. Yeah. Don't bend, drop Because when you bend over to pick up the soap, someone's going to fuck you in the ass. Right. I've heard that many, many, many times. So yeah. So soap on a rope would be, uh, you know, if you drop the soap, it's on a, you just, you can just pull it back up. Right. The rope. I wish I would known that 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gotten so many more of these jokes yeah, that people yeah. talk about. Think soap about all. And that's just my, that's the way it was told to me. Um, We've got uh, someone in the chat saying they learned about soap and a rope at Boy Scout camp. So <laughs> I went to Boy Scout my, camp. This is my surprise. <laughs> well, <laughs> I went to um, you Cub can, Scout, not Boy Scout. Were you canteen boy at Boy Scout camp? Did you ever see that sketch? No. That, so. Oh, God. It was like Alec Baldwin, Adam Sandler, canteen on boy. Saturday Night Live or something? Yeah, it was on Saturday Night Live. That's a classic. We'll have to <laughs> look that one up later. That's great. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so uh, speaking, speaking of Fusco's adventures, uh, you went out drinking. I did. I, I know. I can always tell when you're like properly a little trashed because uh, all these artsy downtown photos start appearing on your feed. Well, that was the night before. Oh, okay. Uh, and I was just walking around downtown because I'm looking at maybe moving to an, another apartment, maybe next lease when my lease is up. Yeah, nice. So I was just sort of exploring, trying here. to see what looks <clears throat> what, what, what looked better than Ogden. I mean, it's all the same, but like just a slightly bigger apartment. But. Um, Anyway, I was uh, last night was different. I went out last night with uh, Rapey Rick, and uh, <laughs> I'm glad that nickname stuck. <laughs> it's starting to stick, yeah. Um, and we were just uh, having some fun, and I'd never been to Berlin. You suggest we uh, let's back up. We went out on Tuesday. We met some of my old bandmates, the guys I used to play in a rock band with. Yeah, yeah. To, so for karaoke. Yeah, you, you invited after the band practice went to Artifice. Yeah, we went to Artifice, which has karaoke on Tuesday nights. So. Across the way is this place called Berlin, and I've never been. And, and Josh is like, dude, you would love it. The bartenders are your type. Tits and tattoos. Fake, fake tits, <laughs> tattoos, loud music. Loud and good music. music. Good they play, music, they yeah. play good music. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, well, I've got to try that place out. Yep. So anyway, last night. Did I steer you wrong? No, it was fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I went in that place. I'm like, and I'm too old for this place, but I'm okay with that. 
the the bartenders were hot. They all had tattoos, like girls with sleeves and tattoos on their hands. Like I'm I'm in, man. Yeah, Fusco Fusco <laughs> creamed his jeans. Oh my god, uh, and it was great. And music was pretty good. A lot of and it wasn't a sausage fest. It was like a yeah, lot yeah, of girls. Cool. Shockingly, um, yeah, the funniest thing for me is I went there uh, with Court. We were like we went to go meet some of her friends, and uh, as typical twenty five year olds, they were about four hours late to meet with us. So we had lunch, and they were like just kind of exploring downtown. We're like, oh, like Berlin Bar. I heard about that. I've never been. And so we went in, like had a beer, was like hanging out, you know, because it's oh, fucking hotter and fucking dicks outside. It's ridiculous. It was first Friday too. Which oh was dear wild. god. <laughs> um, and so yeah, we went in and like had a beer, and it's like you know just like loud punk rock and like fake titty tattoo chicks serving beers, and everyone was super cool. Like all the patrons were cool, the bar staff was all cool, and court was court was the first one. She's like, oh, you gotta bring Fusco. Sure. <laughs> she she knew it right away. Yeah. Dogs, shut them. Trying to record in here. Oh dear God! What are they doing? Loose! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> That's right. It, it, it's yeah. it's all. This uh, is this is all part of the fucking Chanarant Studio. Experience. Part of the charm. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta go deal with that. Yeah. So <laughs> what is Lucy doing? Oh dear God! What is he doing? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Bear is like 150 pounds at this point, and. Standing on the back of the couch. This is not going to end up well. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, is that all it was? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Barry, you're going to flip that couch over, bud. <laughs> the first time he does it and he learns his lesson. <laughs> you know, yeah, I just let them touch the stove, dude. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I could, That's what you got to do. Yeah, I could, I could uh, very, I have, a, I have a good teaching mentality that I will have to immediately change when I eventually have children. <laughs> I, because dude, you hold on, hold on. First off, <laughs> because the thing for me is like I, I'm like, man, I could tell you not to touch the stove like 17 times, or I could just let you touch it once, mm-hmm. and just like problem solved, you know. Like. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so so you liked Berlin Bar? We'll have to check that one out. We'll go together. That place could I could see that being a regular place. Yeah, it's cool, man. Especially in that area, it's one of the cooler places in that area. Correct, because you know we'll go for food at Cornish, and then we'll go across the way to uh, Berlin. Yeah, so uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed your your outing. Yeah, and to Berlin. Is that where you got <laughs> shit housed, or uh, along the way we um, we went to Atomic as well. We pre-game. Well, we started. We pre-game in my place. We went to Atomic, and then we got an Uber. So you did. We actually you caught did the, one. the tour to booze. Oh, we did, yeah, we were full on. We were ready to go. And we were going to do other places, but we were like, nah, fuck it, let's go home. So we, we ended up at Huntridge, of course. But we were only at like three, it's like three in the morning. I remember looking at my watch. I'm like, man, I just want to go home. <laughs> like I've had enough. Uh, and so we went to, uh, not Atomic, Huntridge. We didn't order a drink. We just hung out and we were like, eh, this is a sausage fest. Let's get the fuck out of here. So classic ending to the night. Thank God that it now exists in the same parking lot. Roberto's Tacos. Oh, yeah. We went to Roberto's. I had some taquitos. And we walked home. It was great. Yeah, that's a, it's a decent leg, too. It's a decent leg, but we were like, uh, this will sober us up. I'm pretty hammered. Yeah. <laughs> or I could pay $40 for an Uber for a f- three-minute drive. And I, yeah, <laughs> like, I've talked to people before, and I've it's so crazy, because I like that's always been a thing for me. Like I used to walk everywhere when I was like getting shitty. Yeah. Because like, you know, you're like, kind of sober up in between joints by like walking around, especially like when I was living up in Reno, it's like right. cold. You'd right. like you'd walk home and it'd be freezing ass cold. And you're like, that'll wake you up. You're like, oh, okay. Like I'm fresh. I can go to bed. Yeah. Be ready for tomorrow. Yeah. 
Dude, it, it, uh, that's the best thing about at least being downtown. And, and well, you know, you're in the Hunters District, yeah. which is right next to the downtown area. And it's only five minute, eh, maybe 10 minute walk. It's not Probably, that big, yeah. yeah. Like I've walked from your place to my place before. Yeah, I've done it many times. From I walked from Hunter. Uh, Jesus Christ, when Ozzy Broad was here, we walked from Cornish to back yeah back, back to, to like place. where she was staying at the El Cortez I think or wherever she was staying uh, she was at the D and then you walked back to oh that's what it was the there, D yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly so like and that's where I lost my glasses I haven't seen him since son of a bitch so <laughs> on that walk luckily he he drives without <laughs> no he's got contacts I wear most of the time but so anyway uh, it was great it's a great time walking around downtown and um, just causing havoc so but yes I highly appreciate Berlin. Recommend it. Cool bar. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, I like that place. I mean, nothing will ever displace HT as the greatest shithole. No, it, somebody described HT very well recently. Who the fuck was it? I was talking, I don't remember who I was talking to, but just in, within the last couple of days, and somebody said, oh man, HT, Huntridge, like, it's it's a black hole. Like, I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, y- y- you're in there and you get sucked in and then you're, that's it. <laughs> Next thing you know, you wake up wherever you are. Like you end up blacked out. Like, but yeah. that's a black hole. Yeah, like, for for you and Beer Boy, maybe for me. No, <laughs> for everybody. Like this is a third person, not in our world. Like I forget who the hell was I talking. I don't remember. But like this girl was saying something about like, man, there's like people doing coke on the fucking tables. There's like, and I've never seen that. But I wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't if that surprise happened. me. But it's like usually people have the decency to go outside and do their drugs. They, yeah, they go in the bathroom. They go outside. <laughs> they, they go. They go and they go in the homeless banjo guy's van. And Dude, banjo guy was at Berlin last <laughs> no, night. I, I swear to God, me. I swear to God, I saw him. I'm like, why is he here? This place is too expensive. Let's have banjo guy on the show. I just want to know who the fuck that guy is. Dude, we should because he is fascinating. He's I don't a want colossal him to, asshole. But I don't want him to know where I live. <laughs> Mm, that's true, <laughs> but he'll we'll, never. We'll just bring the field kit and we'll just record it at <laughs> HT. That's a great idea, and just have him on. But we have to plan it so he's there, like live, live from Hunter's Tavern. If we did like eleven on a Wednesday, he'll still be there, and there'll he's, be no one else. In he's the bar. there. He's that's just his area. He's Dude, always. I, I remember one time I was I was drinking, and this was like uh, post breakup, like over vacation or whatever. So I was like, you know, just like kind of like going out a lot at this time because I had money, and I was like, hey, what the fuck? Like, and I was drinking at HT one night. <laughs> and this was like Saturday night, right? So I was like, yeah, like I'm drinking HT and like, in you know, this happens to me a lot when I'm like at places, people come up and start talking to me because I don't know what the fuck it is about my fuck off face, but people are like, oh, hey, what are you doing? What's going on? <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm talking to folks and like making friends as I do. Uh, and like talking to this chick and I was like, hey, like, what's going on? You know, and then she knew Banjo Guy and like talked talk, talk to Banjo Guy a bit and they were all just like, just raging. I mean, I don't know what the fuck they were on, but they were going to go all nighter. Like 100% all nighter on whatever drugs they were on, plus <laughs> drinking their asses off. Like they I remember, were on that monster shit you're drinking. I remember walking in and he he was like making a Pabst staff with like duct tape and cans. They were seeing. <laughs> oh, dude, I was it. I was there that night. Yeah. I remember this. Yes, so okay. like I'm like talking to people. Like I talk to this chick, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, all right, cool. He's, I was like, well, like you know, I'm gonna go home. Like it's it's late. I got a dog. Like I, you know, I'm out of here. I've got a dog. It's like three <laughs> o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I'm going to go home. And she's like, well, we should come. And this chick's like, oh, you should come back tomorrow. Like, I'll be here tomorrow. You should come back and hang out. And I was like, eh, I, was like, yeah, I don't think so. But, you know, whatever. So I went out. I had like a like went and had breakfast in that morning, you know, like just doing my Sunday shit. And like I'm coming back to my house on Sunday after leaving that bar at 3 a.m. And it's probably like 11 or 12. At this point, you know, as yeah. I'm heading as I'm heading back by on my way home. Right. And I was like, I'm going to pop in. I'm going to pop into HT, get a beer. Because I used to do that <laughs> every Sunday after I did my chores. I'd go around lunch and I'd oh, like, swing by HT and get a beer. Oh, boy. 
And so I pop in, and they're all still there. Oh, dear God, no. And hadn't fucking left. From, like, the night before? From, like, from like, like a 10, like, 11 Yeah, like, 10 o'clock the night before. I left at, like, 3. And then this crew is, like, still there. And I'm like, oh, y'all are fucking vagabonds. Like, what, are, what is going on here right now? And they're all just, like, kind of, like, That's like going through dream. the mo- They're, like, going through the motions of partying at this point. Because they're just, like... <laughs> You know, like the they drugs, know. the yeah. drugs and alcohol have taken their toll. And yeah. like, I'm sitting there like I had like a pot of coffee. I'd done chores. <laughs> I'm like, you're like a normal human being. I'm sitting there drinking my beer and they're all just dying, just dropping like flies. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, y'all think this is pretty fucking sustainable, eh? Oh, dude, the Coke runs out eventually. <laughs> it always runs out. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, the, the energy boost you get in the short term will not uh, compensate for how long you're going to be down. Like <laughs> you're going to be, you're going to be down for three times as long as you're up on that kind of shit. I'll tell you what though. I don't know if I should say this now, but I don't know who cares. Um, the down from Red Bull has been way worse than my down from ever doing any sort of drugs. Let me really? just, let me keep it general. Interesting. Very, yeah. Like I've never felt that down. I don't get a lot of down from like caffeinated bevs. I only from sugar Sugar, sugar Red Bull, like not sugar free. Like I well, never, that's I your care. problem. It's the fucking sugar that's I, killing. Well, you. I sw- I've switched to the sh- yeah. the sugar free kind, but like I mean, this radioactive horse piss is zero sugar. This is I prefer I the taste know. of the sugar kind, of course, but that's because. But also, that's a generational thing because you grew up on more sugar than I did. Oh my god, dude! Yeah. Like I lived on candy and yeah, sugar. like I like sweets. When was the last the time? When was the last time you saw me eat a piece of candy? Like, like never. Yeah, it's I, remarkable. <laughs> like I don't drink soda. I don't eat candy. Like I'll have a chocolate bar every now and then because I like chocolate. Like I'm no, by no means criticizing my parents because the one thing they always provided was food. That was like their thing because they they were like. Um, well, they're like the traditional. They're from the era yeah. of like where sh- they didn't have food yeah, <laughs> as kids. Like, they're also like the traditional like kind of doting parents. Like it's like oh like you, I haven't seen you eat in five minutes. Do you want something dude, to eat? It's like that Italian <laughs> fucking like yeah, eat, eating is like food is life. Yeah, like the the way they express love is through food. Yeah. Like providing food. You only had two sandwiches at lunch. Are you sure I can't make you? My something? mother, <laughs> when I go there, like everything is about like. You should eat. You should let me make you something. Like and, and okay. So at first, I used to. Okay, so in my twenties and early thirties, I used to like refuse it because I'm like, Mom, I can't eat this much. Like I don't eat like you guys do. <laughs> it's just not possible. And they're not like big. No, they're like I have no idea where they put it. My mother's got remarkable. Um, what do you call metabolism. it? Metabolism. Metabolism. She's tiny and she eat. Well, she, I don't know. I don't know what she eats, but the the food they make is insane. And I'm like, I can't eat this much. Um, and I, I mean, I could but i would be a thousand pounds right well, it's like so when anyway, we were in fucking northern ireland man remember those boys clearing their plates dude like, like you get like the full english breakfast and i would maybe i, I like, would touch maybe a quarter of it like i would i would like force myself through like half of it because i felt like i was like I ha- uh, yeah. you know i was like you know i'm eating i'm going with breakfast people like i don't want them to like be offended but they're not they're not big people though these, how do they eat these that? fucking dudes that are half my size right and they're just like, I mean, they clear a plate in like 20 minutes. And it's like, all fat. It's I'm just sitting there like, I'm, sausage I'm, not, even like, I'm not even criticizing. I'm like, holy <laughs> fucking shit, that's impressive. Oh my God, it's remarkable. Because they're just like, do you want to eat? Like, are you sure you don't want to eat more? I'm like, oh, no. And like, how the fuck did you get so big eating as little as you do? And I was like, <laughs> exactly. I was it's like, the, how are you still so small eating as much as you do? It's the, great, it's the great Yoda quote. How you get so big eating food of this kind? Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
Dude, like, but to be fair, your your parents are well. Your mother, anyway, is similar. Like, everything's about food for you guys, hundred percent. And it's the same for me. Like, that's it's food. A, food is her love language. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like that's the the love language book. Like, missed out on they making out food. On food. <laughs> that's the one thing they missed out on. It's like because that's what my parents do. Like, like, uh, like I've been on this whole like um, fasting thing and all this shit, whatever, losing weight, whatever. When I went home back in May. That was my that was a fucked off week, man. Let me tell you. I didn't oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I was like You had no chance. I was like like my mother makes shit. She's like, Oh, let me make you breakfast at like because I get up at noon. It's like nine for me, but it, it could yeah, know, my time time's change. all fucked up. So she's like, Oh, let me make you breakfast. What do you want? Pancakes, bacon, sausage, everything. Like, God damn, I can't eat all this. <laughs> like, but I'll but I don't want to say no because that's I know what she's doing. Yeah. Like, it makes her feel she good to make you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She misses you and she wants to, you know. Cook you food. Yeah, it's like all right. Yeah, and I she, used to. And she knows. She knows that when you're, she's not around, all you eat is fucking Taco Bell. So she's like, <laughs> she's like, let's put some fucking. To be fair, I haven't had Taco Bell in like months. Like, but let's put some vegetables in this fucking kit. <laughs> well, vegetables to her is potatoes, and most people won't count potatoes. I don't count that. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, ma, at least give me a sweet potato. Three like just sake. like sucking down French fries, like veggies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to like Irish people and like potatoes or vegetables is not really the case. It's not really like, it's got to be greens. Yeah. But um, so anyway, yeah, it's <laughs> like food is a love language, man. And and so you need you remember, to do you need to do like the the office. Have you seen the office meme where it's like it's the same picture where it's uh, got uh, Jenna Fisher's character? She's like, oh, I showed him this one, and then I showed him this one, and, oh, to, yes. and she's like, it's the same picture. Yes, you could do that meme, and it's like potato carrot. <laughs> show it, show it to an Irish person, and I'm like, it's the same it's picture, the same fucking thing. <laughs> Well, to be fair, they the Irish people do love carrots too. If that's those, those are the vegetables, dude. Whenever I go to Thai food, show them broccoli. They're like, "What the fuck? What is what is that? What is, dude, that, what is that tiny tree?" Dude, whenever I go to Thai food, which I love Thai food. Oh yeah, I always look at the and menu. We have like, such good Thai food in this area. Oh my god, we do. But in curry, Thai curry is always like it's either like basil sprouts or like potatoes and carrots, like. Fuck, that's what I want. I want whatever it is that has the potatoes and carrots, that's what I want. You guys are fucking with some Pat CU, dude. Get some get some greens in there. Oh no, fuck that shit. Fuck bamboo sprouts and whatever the fuck. Well, I don't eat the bamboo sprouts on anything anymore. Not even like on pho, because like I read an article like one time about how they most restaurants never wash them. It's a great way to get E. coli. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was just like I was like, yeah, like it's not even like a part of the dish that I'm super stoked on, so why even risk it? Like, <laughs> dude, let me tell you a story. So I went to pho is this once. an equalized story? No. I went to pho once with a with a and I fucking hate it. I, I didn't know that until I went. But remember you okay, so a girl you used to date, I went out with one of her friends. Do you remember that girl? I am not gonna say her name, just to be fair. Uh, Your ex girlfriend. My current my most recent ex girlfriend? Most recent okay. before Courtney. Okay. The, the one you live with. Yeah. Um I went out with one of her friends, remember? Which friend did you go out with? Fuck, what was her name? Obviously, it was a great date. I, you'll you'll think of, you'll remember okay. her. I'll, I'll, I'll remember what it because she ended up going out with somebody else that you know, and then she was she was super happy. She fell in love, all that, and you're like, you just gave me a lot of shit about it. But anyway, we went out to fuck because like <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> apparently, apparently, it was a horrible day. No, we had a good time, and oh, and we went, we did the Rio. Um, uh, what do you call that when when you? What the fuck? When you hook up to a thing and they they oh the zip line we did a zip line but we did the real one where you go yeah. from building to building on the real and we but we also went to fud down in like 
Chinatown or whatever. But um, wonderful girl, a very nice girl. But we went to fuck, and I was like, I hate this. Like I'm trying. I'm like, what'd you order? Just just like normal, the normal like, like, rare steak. There was like a thing with a bone, and there was like soup. Oh, and you I got hate the, soup. Yeah, you got the wrong thing. I got the traditional whatever fuck is. I don't even know. And I'm like, I hate this. Like I'm trying to be like cool because I'm like super picky. You know that about me. Like, you're, like you're where very... the chi- I'm like, where are the chicken fingers? Yeah. <laughs> where's, where's the chicken fingers and chocolate? <laughs> where's the chocolate milk and chicken fingers? Like, what the fuck is this shit? Oh my god, it was the worst. Dude, I'm like few, trying to be cool about it. The few times oh. that I've gotten you to try stuff that's like outside of your comfort zone, it was only because I cooked it. Yeah, yeah, you're pretty good cook. So. And you'd you like you'd be like, all right, I'll try this, and you'd be like, all right, that's pretty, <laughs> all right, that's pretty good. <laughs> but if you cook pho, I would not like it. I guarantee Dude, I just it. think you ordered the wrong thing. I think you should give give pho a chance. There you go. Episode title. We're good. <laughs> give pho a chance. <laughs> Talk about a fucking grab bag. <clears throat> oh my god. Anyway, she was a lovely girl, and we. Oh, dude, the the zip line from the Rio to the Rio is insane. Oh yeah, so I filmed the commercial for that. Did you? Yeah. So when you see they they have one that they play. Well, I don't know if they still play because this was a long time ago. But when I worked at Show Media, we had to GoPro all angles of the like thing that shoots down when you go. Yeah. And then, so I literally had to GoPro all angles of the thing, and I'm like, all right, we're going to lose like four out of five GoPros. Like, there's no way these fucking, <laughs> that thing goes. That thing goes fast. It goes, yeah, it was like, We showed up. We showed up with all of our kit, and I brought like everything I could think of to secure these things down. And then like they, they sent it once so I could kind of see the trajectory to set up the second shooter on the other building, which sounds bad. Sounds like a shooter shooter. <laughs> no, no not, like, not that wow, kind of When we say shooter, we mean person with a camera. Um. But yeah, and so like, dude, I fucking strapped like this is back in the day of like GoPro threes, maybe. Oh dear God! So I strapped those fuckers all over this thing, and then I had to go all the way back down through the casino, all the way across to the other building where the thing was coming through, and all the way up the stairs. I couldn't take the elevator because I could, you couldn't get to the roof through the elevator, and I had to be on the roof on the other side when the thing came up, so I get the reaction shot of them like hitting the stop because you know when it, like stops and takes you back. Yeah, yeah, dude, the scariest part is the part back. Dude, because you can't see where you're going. Yeah, you're. And, and you're, also, and that pulled, whole thing, man, that whole thing makes forward. noises like you're like gonna it's about die. to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so sketchy because I rode on it first because I'm like trying to figure out my angles. But uh, yeah, that was a long night, dude. We sh- that was like a ten hour shoot. It sucked. Oh dear God. Yeah, but think about how great it felt to be doing what you doing that shit at the time. I mean, yeah, it's 10 hours. It's it was miserable. fun. That was a fun. Well, and that was a fun job that I got paid for. I work. I mean, you remember back when I worked there, that was mm-hmm. at, sh- at my uh, video production job. That was show media. Yeah. Yeah. And I worked there. You uh, did the fucking, the big twirly link stuff. Yeah. I did all the link stuff. Like that was a fun job, but I worked like 90 hours a week. It was yeah. insane. You met, um, who's the, who's that? The rapper you met fucking. Oh God. Uh, oh, big dude, big fucking guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let me. Th- I gotta think of it. Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I had to do the interview with Buster Rhymes <laughs> for Dre's nightclub. And, That's fantastic. Uh, that was one of the more terrifying experiences, and he was the coolest fucking He's, dude ever. I can imagine. Yeah. But everything leading up to that point, like going through his like fucking armed security and all that shit, like everything leading up to that point was sketchy as hell. Can you imagine that Buster Rhymes, who hasn't been, I mean, I like him and all, but he hasn't been a thing since. 20 years ago and this happened what 10 years 15, this would have been seven 20, years ago this would have been like 2014 yeah six years ago and he's got that kind of entourage and security for a guy that hasn't had a hit since Dude, 1999 and, and like, we shot we shot his show and he fucking nailed it like that was such a good show yeah 
I mean, he's obviously he's 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 an entertainer. He's very good at what he does. The thing you don't realize is he's the biggest motherfucker. <laughs> oh, he's huge, he's humongous, humongous. So I, I have to like I have to like mic this dude up and like I'm. Don't get me wrong. Like, are you running like the cable? Through oh the, yeah, there? dude. Like it's wild. So I have to mic this dude up and I'm like, uh, you know, I'm like fucking. <laughs> I'm a one. I'm a fan. So I'm like, I'm like, shit, like I'm fucking, I'm fucking meeting Buster Ryan's like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I love I'm, that song. Ba-na-na-na. Yep. So, so I'm fucking micing him up <laughs> and I'm just like, and dude, the, the icebreaker, the ultimate icebreaker was I was talking to him and it's like, it's like, Hey, you know, like I got to mic you up. Um, so, you know, I got to get under your shirt and all this stuff. It's like, it's like, do you prefer Mr. Rhymes? <laughs> <laughs> And Mr. he's like, Rhymes or Busta? What, what do we call I was, like, I was like, do you prefer Mr. Rhymes? He's like, just call me Busta. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, I'm not dead yet. Let's let's do this. <laughs> all right, Busta. <laughs> did you, did, what is his name? Do you actually know his real name? I can probably look it up. I do not know his no, real he name. He never said yeah. it? Okay. Yeah, but, uh, but super nice fella. He fucking, so we had the, my creative director was the one that did the, conducted the interview. And I was like on second cams and audio. And she's like this little Asian chick. So he, he was super open. We had a great fucking interview. I have no idea where, you, I don't know if you can even find it to this day. I wish I'd kept more of that stuff for the old portfolio or took more. Well, I couldn't take any behind the scenes photos, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah they don't allow that, right? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's supposed to be like yeah. discreet and shit. That'd be a great way to get my dick kicked in by uh, his boys. Hey, if you never want to work in the industry again, do back behind the scenes shit for yeah, yourself. Do behind scenes, do behind <laughs> scenes and post it on Instagram and tag. <laughs> Tag Buster Ryan. See how that fucking goes. <laughs> see how for that you. works out for you. See, see how long you have your job, man. I mean, to be fair, you're not in the industry now, so what's the difference? But yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you anymore. might go back someday. Who knows? Yeah, but it was it was cool, man. You did cool shit. And then we like interviewed a bunch of artists that I guess were like really popular. I had no idea who the fuck they were. Like we did we did this interview with a band. It's like this duo DJ duo is Chromio. And like so, I was like, I I did do a BTS pick on that one. I was like, like, hey, like. Like, you know, doing doing this interview right now with Chromio. And I had a bunch of my, like, friends that were... Of course, that's the one that never hit. <laughs> like, girls. It's, like, girls within the college that went to college the same time as me. That's, right. like, the demographic, I would say. We're all, like, holy fucking shit. Like, oh, my God, what? And I'm just, like, sitting there, like, I have no idea who these guys are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're not still Panther. Nobody cares. Yeah, it's, like, it's like uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't follow DJs. I don't know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> Do they ever turn anything? Because I've never heard of them. Nah, man, I I don't fucking know. Yeah, that's that's like it's like uh, dance music, and I don't go to those clubs, man. The, I remember EDM one time, or whatever they call I remember it. one time I was fucking shooting this place, and like I got off my shift of shooting, and I was like, you know, like I'm I'm off the clock, like I'm done. All my kits put away. It's in my bag, like around my hip. I was like, I'm gonna go get a bed before I go home. I went to the bar, and I was like, all right, uh, can I just get like a Jim Beam rocks? I'm just gonna have that <laughs> before I go. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, cool. And they come back and I'm like, all right, that'll be 20 bucks. And I was like, <laughs> that's strip price. And it was like one shot of Jim Beam over two ice cubes. Yeah, and they didn't, they did not overpour. Like on the strip, yeah. they do not. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, fuck me sideways. I'm like, well, do you want anything be, else? I was like, yeah, to go home, like to get the fuck out of here. To be fair, though, like at HT, they don't even have Jim Beam. They have, it's nothing but rock gut, right? So, yeah. <laughs> granted, it would have been half the, well, a quarter of the price. Dude, I saw, because I was like, what's your well? I was like, what's your well whiskey? They're like, oh, it's Jim Beam. I was like, all right, like, I'll get that. Rocks. Well, see, that's pretty cool, though. Their they're well is Jim Beam. Like, that's not uncommon. Remember when man. we used to go to um, Artifice back a couple oh, years God, ago? And we yeah. used to work, because we were pretty that, broke like, five that, years ago. I'm still broke. Well, we, yeah. <laughs> I was very broke. I was, then. like, broke, not as broke, broke again. But we would order, the like, 
We get that the one well bartender. Shots. We get like, no, 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 let's get the well whiskey. Oh my god, dude! Like it was. <sighs> that is that is the easiest way to throw up. Like I've never, I've I've never understood rock gut until I had until the well had. whiskey at Artifice. <laughs> like seriously, like I'd hit it and I'd go to the bathroom, like just in case I'd throw up. Like I'm gonna hold this down, but just in case. I'm gonna, I'm gonna gonna fucking. Just, it was the that's worst. When, that's when you have to go. Like rocket is a real thing, people. Like I didn't know that. that that's until. when you have to go to the bathroom and just like have sweaty teeth for a minute because you're not. <laughs> just in case. You're not Listen, totally I don't want to sure. throw up at the bar. I just want to make sure that I make it through this four minutes of hell. Like, like what's what's that? What's that whiskey? Oh, it's it's McEpicac. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like wait a minute, what? Oh, it's the worst, man. Oh, fucking hell. Fucking hell, mate. Oh, my God. This episode of the Chanorant Podcast is brought to you by McClellan Bagpipes, proudly made in North America by artesian bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Eust, Scotland. At McClellan Bagpipes, they don't strive to be the biggest, fastest, or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of the best-sounding and most beautiful-looking bagpipes in the world since their beginning in 1988. Over the years, McClellan Bagpipes has established a solid reputation for rich, warm, and stable tone, created with incredible craftsmanship and instruments of heirloom quality and unparalleled beauty. Head to BespokeBagpipes.com to learn more about their innovations like the new Elevation Chanter, which features a lower-pitched richness inspired by the classic top hand of older chanters and sustainable solutions like the Revelation Bagpipe, a Delrin instrument featuring bores lined with a cellulose polymer sleeve giving you the structural benefits of a Delrin instrument while maintaining a refined wood-like sound. Check out McClellan Bagpipes' diverse line of instruments and learn more about their restoration work on vintage bagpipes by visiting their website at bespokebagpipes.com. McClellan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. And we're back. I remember to use the Fuko Stinger that time. Although I feel like I should replace, because like right now it just does a whooshing noise. Oh, I feel it? like we should make it be like uh, when it's me, it's like me, and like when it's you, it's like woo or something. <laughs> you know, like, just have different sounds, yeah, just so weird noises. Yeah. <laughs> I was ta- uh, I, I was talking about on the episode that we most that I most recently edited because I'm four behind uh, the Big Rab Show. I mentioned uh, the Droning On podcast and your episode and like how I'd recorded one. And one oh, of yeah. one of the things I thought was really funny um, is that he does like he'll bleep with like like burls and does stuff he like do that funny sounds yeah. okay cool. he does he does like actual burls and like terrorists and things to bleep out stuff which is really fucking hilarious to me <laughs> and i was uh, like yeah I remember back when we said we used to bleep stuff with like voldemort right that's right <laughs> that's back when we had more time in our hands yeah um, fuck. <laughs> now we're just like hey we're gonna uh, say bad shit guys like here fuck it <laughs> for a penny and in for a pound yeah the uh wait did we do did we did i lead that in with like now a word from our sponsor before we did the break I don't know, but All right, hold on, say I'll, do it it I'll just do it now, just for safety. This episode of the Channer and Podcast brought to you by our sponsor. Hey, it's time for us to take a break, and now a <laughs> word from our sponsor. Okay, that gives us plenty of safety. Do one more, do one more. Do one more, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> oh, that was so true. funny. Yeah, yeah. I remember that picture of Stu Little's butthole as well. <laughs> but uh, now we got to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. Nailed it. Yeah. See we how got, good now we, we have options. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. we now we have a lot now we have a lot of <laughs> options to choose from. That reminds me. So I have a funny story. Yes. Can we come back with a story? Dude, you were right. back. So I went to my We're back, uh, Marty. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> I went to my uh storage shed recently to look for something. And um 
we all have heard the story of me being in a hotel room with Stuart Little a couple of years ago, yep. 2016 or some past, shit. Past God, the fuck it was out. a long time ago now. And and I woke up and it was like, where the fuck am I? I'm in a room. I'm in a hotel room, and oh my god, it's Stuart Little, like 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 Dracula. He's sitting on his back, and his hands <laughs> folded across his chest, sleeping. And uh, <laughs> and the story goes that I stole his socks. I swear to God, I did not steal his hose. He left them behind, and I kept them. There's a difference, people. I just want to be clear about Wait, this. Wait, so you have... I have Stuart Little's hose. Uh, are you mailing them back, or are you framing them? No. So here's the thing. Like <laughs> I've told the story, and I'm like, I don't know where they went. I have no idea what happened. I, I just don't know. So I went to my storage shed, and I was digging through some shit, and I found them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, this story is real, and I, I didn't, I didn't dream it. It actually did you, happened. Did you, eat, did you message Stu? <laughs> no, not yet. Uh, did you, did <laughs> you let him know, like, hey, I got your socks, bro? I took a picture. I'm like, dude, those are Stu Little's hoes. That did happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. Like, all right, I'm gonna put them in a frame. Yeah, because like, it's just goddamn funny that he left them behind. To be fair. I just picked them up. You I just was like, kept them. I thought I was going to mail them to him, but I'm like, eh, I'll just keep them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So you, <laughs> so every now and then, when you're uh, when you're down on yourself and when you're down on the state of our band, you'll just pull that out and just just smell them. Get some of the essence <laughs> of uh, sweaty post concert stew. <laughs> I might jerk off into them. I mean, I don't know what the fuck. Don't ruin them. <laughs> I might just nail them to my wall. Yeah, your your demon seed will just <laughs> melt right through. You don't want that. Oh uh, yeah. So anyway, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, you have you have Stu's hus. I do. Does he know this yet? <laughs> no, I don't think. Well, we told him the story when he was here. That's true. Yeah, but we I, tell him the story. I don't think he believes it, but it's for real. <laughs> but it was a very drunken next day getting him to the hotel uh, to the airport. Like he was hungover. Shit, we we're all drunk and hungover. Well, he went out with fucking Sheen. Sheen, yeah, yes, which exactly. is a which is a death sentence. And she actually brought him to the to the airport because I like yeah. I'm like she and uh, like I'm fucked I don't even know where my car is I'm in this hotel like she she yeah, comes guys, down picks him up died. brings him to the airport it was great <laughs> you guys died that night I and, and I and, died and, in your arms tonight and then, and then you were reborn in the holy fire of uh, coffee and aspirin <laughs> can you imagine getting on a fucking plane to Scotland at that point oh being on a that Sunday shitty morning? oh god no that's like what a ten hour flight? Yeah, or that, that, I would be I would be calling my friend Ralph on the little brown bag. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like the whole way there. The whole way, dude. That's what he does for a living though. He just travels and he's hungover and travels. <laughs> I'm assuming you just dose up, right? Like oh, yeah. pop a couple drama mean and I'll see you tomorrow, kids. <laughs> I would assume. I mean he wasn't Vegas and Kelly Sheehan was involved, so there's probably Lots Dude. of yeah. You you, you end <laughs> up uh, tearing up Fremont with MLK. You're going home either <laughs> hungover on a plane or in a body bag. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's a great time. We had a great time, and then that time we had Alistair here, and we just fucking hammered downtown Fremont Street with Alistair. Dude. Yeah, that was wild. Honestly, well, we've talked about this on the show before. The most expected thing was what a fucking tank Olivia is. Oh dear God! She can drink more than any human, any person ever. Like, and I and I say that <laughs> I say that as a person who I'm pretty sure I can drink more than anyone. Not her. No, dude. She would. <laughs> she would. Cha- she would definitely bring you. She already. She brought me. Oh, like no. yeah, it she wasn't. Was a, it wasn't even bringing. It's remarkable. Like because she's not. She's a. 
She kicked my fucking ass. She's a normal sized human being for yeah. her for for a pretty female. Like, and not only that, she can not, after she drinks under the drinks you under the table, she'll play pipes better than you. Correct. She'll <laughs> blow your ass out of the water, which is just insane. <laughs> like this is some bullshit. That's nonsense. I think she moved to Scotland. Her, from what I hear, her her and Alistair are still a thing, and uh, she moved there. They're not married, but she's living in that situation. Eh, she's just holding out for someone taller. <laughs> So uh, it's gonna take a while. It's Patreon gone. ad. <laughs> you should become a patron. Patreon.com slash channel. Boom. I'm just crossing stuff off. Just to hit the, hit the list. Uh, hit the diff. Discord. If you want to join the channel Discord, it's a lot of fun. It's weird as shit. We just added the Mary Fuck Kill channel. Yeah, that, that's a fun one. That's a fun one. Only um, only JD participates, but otherwise it's Oh, fun. I posted one today. Oh, did you? Yeah, okay. yeah. Because Mary because he was like, he started putting it in like the general channels. He's like, JD, Jesus Christ. There's a whole channel for this. Like before, well, no, he's he's first. He, he did a suggestion because right. we have a suggestion channel as well, right. where it's right. like, hey, here's stuff we'd like to see from all the people that are in the Discord server. Right. I was like, all right, cool. Like when I get to it, so he's like, oh, we should do a Mary Fuck Kill channel. I was like, oh, that'd be funny. Like cool. And then he like immediately posted a Mary Fuck Kill in the main like feed. Oh, like, okay. It's like Christ, I'll make your channel. Like he he knew. <laughs> he knew how to push your buttons. He had a gun to my head at that point. <laughs> he's like he's like. He's like, Josh will get 700 notifications on the main channel if I do it here. It's like, Jesus, calm down. JD but is no dummy. There's no, there's no doubt about it. The Discord's it. fun. Some of the people who are watching this stream right now are... Uh, in the Discord? Doing it because they're in the Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Fusco. Yes. Band is back in person. Can you imagine? I had a... Let me tell you, let me tell you how pissed off and what a bad mood I was in on my way to band practice on Tuesday. Because my truck was fucking being a piece of shit. And, you know, that that was frustrating. And I'd also had a long day. I was like, I was like great. I got a long day. My fucking truck's shitting on me. And I got to go fucking band practice or fucking assholes playing like shit. And everything's going to be horrible. I had a superb time at band practice. Yeah, you know how I know you were, you well, I mean, obviously your truck fucked up and that's annoying and I get it. But how I knew you walked in in a bad mood because <laughs> you were you were expecting badness. I was expecting it to be horrible. Horrible, right? So Josh walks in and he's late, but that's fair. His truck didn't start, or whatever. And nobody, we were already at it, so I didn't know who cares. Come in and just fucking sit down and do your thing, man. But like he immediately attacked me because one of the kids decided to uh, Mia decided to braid my hair. And she and you're like, hey, Captain. What did you say, Captain? Well, because you were also you weren't doing call outs loud enough for us to hear it already at the table. So well, I, was like, I wasn't trying to call it. I was trying to work the drummers. Oh bit. yeah, <laughs> but fair, whatever. Yeah, so, for me, I was just, I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, hey, and, and like, I asked Jeremy, and he's like, I don't know. And I was like, hey, we're doing Jim Thompson over and over and over again. And yeah. Jeremy knew because he was in charge because I was working with the drummers. I was trying to control them. But you're like, what did you call me, Captain? Captain Man Bun. Man Bun, because I had sort of a Man Bun thing working on. Hey, dude, honestly, the thing works. Like, oh, but I was like, fuck, like the kids were having fun. Like, I'm trying to have fun with the kids. She braided my hair and put it in a Man Bun. Like, that's funny. I don't care. Whatever. So didn't look like, but like you immediately walked in and were like, hey, Captain Man Bun, what are we doing? Like being a dick. I'm like, all right, we're doing Jim Thompson. Let's just, Josh, run it, call it. All right. <laughs> but what happened was, what was interesting was you were like, I don't, I haven't done this in so long. I don't even know how to call this off anymore. <laughs> like, what are we doing? How do we do this? I don't even know. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. Like, we're just trying to get the drummers to get this shit right. So anyway, um, so you walked in a bad mood, but yet what happened? After oh, that? I had a great time. We had a great time. Like, it was such a fun practice. We had people and they were, they kind of knew what they were doing. There were moments, there were moments that I thought sounded genuinely pretty good. Yeah. And we didn't even tune. I didn't even. I'm like, I don't care. I just want to play. I'm, I don't want to go through that. Yeah, nonsense. I mean, we didn't like fine tune, but it was close. I mean, I tuned drums, yeah, but it was a little bit. 
But it was a close tuning, and it still sounded pretty goddamn good. Yeah, we had Jeremy come in from out of town, who was dude just got, happened to be <laughs> he got fucked on. <laughs> That's a whole. Do, you, story. do we want to tell that story? I don't know. Or for maybe poor, poor Jer Bear. All right, so for, actually, no, I think this is a great story. Okay, for many reasons. One, Jeremy Tyree, big big Jer Bear, our Jeremy, is the example of dedication that any pipe band member should aspire to. In my opinion, like people should aspire to be as dedicated to the band as this man. Mm-hmm. I agree. You, like, there's no getting around that. This is a man who drives four and a half to five hours from Yuma, Arizona, to come play with us, instead of driving what two or three hours to like Phoenix to play with a better he band. Could play with Phoenix, yeah, like to play with a better I band mean, than us. It would annoy me, but I wouldn't. I yeah. would understand it. <laughs> but he's just like he's just fucking dedication to the nines. Plus, I think he just hates the color of the Arizona band kilts. I think that's the only reason he drives to see us, because our kilt is cooler. Right, for sure. But uh, but yeah, so he is on his way to come. I mean, he's taking his family on a vacation, so we're kind of like part of that, because he wanted to come yeah, to practice. Like his wife's grandmother lives in Reno or something, so they go up to Reno often. So her, his gra- uh, his wife's grandma lives here, and then his uh, oh, Tammy, right. Tammy uh, has a ton of family in Reno, and right, 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 Reno because right. that's where she grew up. And so they're like coming through Vegas on the way to Reno. So the first part of this story that I think is uh, important for our listeners is the dedication of a certain Jeremy Tyree to he's he's a per, he's a great bandsman showing up and just like putting in putting in hours to play putting with the band. Time, yeah. Well, the second part that I think is in, is incredible, and here goes there goes my hero. <laughs> I'm not taking all the credit on this one though, because anyone would have done this in our band. I well, you or I would have done this. You and I are yeah, yeah. No, nobody else. Nobody other, else even. Uh, well, Bill would Bill have done offered, it. Bill would have done. Bill would have done it if he wasn't working. Nobody else responded. Yeah, which shocked the shit out of me. That did not shock <laughs> me at all. Just, just. Make a false claim, like yeah, I'll just come get no. you. Josh already said yes, he's coming. Just make a false claim. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be a hero. So Jeremy's <laughs> truck, Jeremy's truck breaks down, uh, and like they're leaking coolant. Uh, for those of you who don't live in the southwestern United States, it's about 120 degrees here during the day right now. It's fucking insane. Yeah, he breaks down in. What was so it? he broke down. They limped it to Searchlight, Nevada, right? Which is like it's like a it's like an hour drive. It's an hour here. from here. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. It's an hour drive out in the boonies. And so he had called me, and I I like bitch buttoned him. I like sent voicemail because I'm like I'm like I'm like right in the middle of like prepping dinner. I was cooking at my parents' house. It was Sunday, so I was cooking Sunday dinner. <laughs> and then like I saw him post the thing in the band chat that he was like fucking stranded in searchlight. And I was like, holy shit, that's why he called me. So I called him back, <laughs> and I was like, hey, uh, what the fuck's going on, man? And he's like, yeah, like you know, like my truck's leaking. Like we're fucked. Uh, I got me and Tammy and the kids. We're sitting in the Chevron and searchlight. Like, we just need, like, I can go with the truck and the tow truck whenever it gets here. But, like, I got to get the, you know, the kids can't. They're not going to have four people in a fucking tow truck. That's not how it works. Right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, motherfucker. Like, I'll, yeah, I'll be there in an hour. Like, no yeah, worries. Yeah. So just, but thank God I was already at the folks because I got four people plus luggage. So I could so steal, I could steal Angus's truck. truck. Yeah. yeah. But he posted to the band chat. We have a band app that we use, and he, he's like, "I need rescuing," and you responded. I responded. I was at dinner with a with a lady. I was on a fucking date, and I was like, "Hell yeah, man! Like, let me know like what's the deal." Yeah, dude. Fusco um, was like, Fusco was like, I'll I don't have I don't have a car big enough for you guys and your luggage, but I could potentially borrow someone else's I car. Could, I'll find like, a way. <laughs> let me tell you what. I saw that luggage. It would not have fit in that Jeep. You don't think so? No, dude. They had like seven bags. It was insane. And two bagpipe cases. Yeah, but but and Jeremy didn't go. It was just a 
the wife and the three kids. No, right? I took all the luggage though. Oh, all okay. out of the truck because the truck was going to a shop. Oh, so okay. I took all their shit. Jeremy just had like his backpack and his gun, and that was pretty much it. <laughs> Would have made it, we would have found a way to make it work. I mean, <laughs> they so would have been like, okay. They would have been sitting and on And guess what? If you, think, if you think if you're out between uh, like Boulder and Needles and Searchlight Nevada and a tow truck driver's coming to get you and you shouldn't keep your peace on you, you are mistaken. <laughs> you should definitely keep this your peace This is like the Hills Have Eyes kind of shit. It's a little gnar. It's or, a little gnarly out there. What, what's that one? Uh, fuck, I don't remember. But yeah, so, like, so I drove out to Searchlight, got him and the family, drove them uh, to, unfortunately, Sun City, which is like super freaking far away. That's, that's where we're saying? That's where they're saying. Well, it's, well, you know, Sun City, it's, which? It's, Summerlin, uh, Anthem, where? Summerlin. Oh, okay. Summerlin, Sun City. Yeah, so that's where that's where uh, her grandma lives. Or her mm-hmm. mom lives? Grandma? I don't know. Grandma, I, I think, yeah. I wasn't paying attention. But uh, but yeah, like, but dude, talk about two levels of bandsmanship. Like, one, driving five hours to go to play, like, on a Tuesday practice, because it's going to be in person. And two, like, you and I were both like, yeah, like, where, yeah. where are you? We'll fucking come get you. Yeah, where are you? Just tell me where yeah. I'm in. <laughs> but like, I mean, granted, he was coming through because they were and Bill. Bill would have. We're giving Bill. Bill, Bill we're Bill giving Bill points because he would have done it too. He would have done it. He was working and he, he was, was working. a fireman, so there's no chance of him getting off. Of not shift. unless, not unless he starts a fire. <laughs> He'd been like, set a fire yeah. so he can start a <laughs> start a fire in searchlight. We'll see if the city fire rescue makes it all the way out there. But no, that was cool. Um, but yeah, no, that sucks. But Jeremy. Jeremy's family lives is northern Nevada, or at least his wife's family is northern Nevada. So they come through every once in a while, and he was like, "Hey, I'm going to be in town this week. If we can set a practice up, that would be great." And at first, we there was no plan. We didn't have a plan to have a practice because um, we do every other week in person. Yeah, and it was um, one of our off weeks. I'm like, eh, "Let me let me explore options. Let me see if I can make something happen." And uh, and I, I was able to. And then this happened. I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like we went through this process. Like, dude. If you can be there, great. Don't Not, worry about it. Whatever. Yeah. He's like, no, I want to be there. And he brought his kid. Uh, his, I think it's his oldest boy. I'm not 100 percent sure, but the Piper, the Piper kid. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing, he's doing good, man. Oh, I mean, good. he he can't tune himself for shit. No, but he's, he's also not. like fucking 14, four, 13. He's yeah, like yeah, four foot six. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, he can't tune himself, but that's okay. He, we the, fun, the most fun part for me is just <clears throat> hazing the shit out of his kid constantly. Well, he was, he was standing next to you. <laughs> I was just giving him so much crap because you know that's like how I came up was through that kind of system. I was like, it's like, hey, yeah, but Jeremy's super like conservative, like, like his like, fa- generally. I mean, they're funny, but they're I'm also pretty there, I'm, conservative. I'm sitting there like, hey, don't fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid's just like, well, now now the kid knows me a little better, so he just kind of laughs. But well, you learn that through Graham, like. You're at the line. <laughs> yeah. Don't fuck this up. Just yeah, I remember. <laughs> I still. I've told the story before. The first time I was at a contest, like I was like maybe 15, and I'm standing at the line at the Vegas games, and Graham's like, "No, don't worry about it. Just don't make any mistakes, or we'll kill you." <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> I was just like I was just like sitting there, I'm like, "Fuck." This is like I had like the look. My hair was sewn into my goofy hat. Goofy hair. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but speaking of Graham, that motherfucker wasn't there. And he was supposed to be, and he was supposed to be ready to go. I talked to him this week. Did you? Yeah. What was uh, his excuse this time? I talked to him this week because I was just because he called me and I was like, "Hey, like, how's it going? You know, what's going on?" And <laughs> so he said he's going to be there on Tuesday. I I would bet against it if it were me. If it, safe money is he will safe, not. Be safe there. money is he will not be there. <laughs> but I, I've been I've been talking to him because I like I think we should just like go hang out at fucking Graham's place and drink beer and float and sit in the pool i don't even give a fuck i don't need him to be in the band i just need him to provide places i have i have an i have a all access pass 
to Graham's pool for us to just hang out. Dude? You know what it is? What? My girlfriend in a bikini. Oh, he will. he's all over <laughs> That's that. That's it. Hell yeah. He doesn't want to like, see me. He's like, come on over. Yeah. yeah he doesn't <laughs> Does want to wear a bikini? He doesn't, he doesn't see me. Well, not like a like a bikini bikini, but, you know. Cause, Can we get her in a chair bikini? Because those cannons don't really fit <laughs> in a lot of things. She's going to fucking punch me when she, Nobody, if she hears Yeah, it. but if, if Graham is in... I'm in. Like, hey, I just want to piss in his pool. <laughs> you just want to, you just want to reenact Mushroom Boy. <laughs> I want to pass out on his couch and piss in his pool. That's that's the fucking that's dude. Some of the best times of my life is uh, doing nonsense with a gram. But going back to the thing that started this tangent, uh, yeah, man, I'm very excited. I had a great practice. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. It totally changed my mood for that evening. Big time. It was it was like night and day. Well, and I've talked about it before. It's like, you know, I always treat, like, band practice to me is like going to the gym. The hardest part is getting yourself there. And then once you're there, you're like, oh, thank God I went. I very often walk through the door with this attitude. And it's it's just my nature. I don't know why, but, like, fuck. Get myself ready. Like, I got to mentally prepare for, like, oh, here we go. Well, because traditionally, we have to mentally prepare ourselves to be disappointed. Correct. But on this occasion, that was not the case. No. I was actually pretty happy. No, was, and maybe it's all in expectations, I suppose. But like people, like I was stoked on the people, drums. Yeah, we had a new drummer. We had a new drummer, a new tenor who like, has a fucking clue, which is great. I really need us to just uh, rip that band aid off and make fucking Chum the lead tip instead of Fuckface. It's it's eventually gonna happen. Don't but, get me wrong. I but, love but Fuckface knows I love, more. I love Fuckface to death. And I still think that uh, I still think that he has a much better idea of like tone and like some improvisation and fills. He's been playing in pipe band so long that he can do whatever like, he can do anything on the fly. Anything. But he's like a, he's like an Arnold yes. to a Jason, mm. and Chum might be our Jason, if that makes sense. This is gonna be a really weird analogy for yeah. anyone that doesn't no, know what the fuck mean, we're talking about. Fuckface. He's got skills, like He's unbelievable got skills. skills. Just unreliable. He's just incredibly unreliable. And t- uh, Chum also has skills, but not experience in Pipe Man. So, like, I just give him it, some time. I don't think his experience, I don't think it matters. Like, I, I feel like he just delivers. He just delivers because he works his ass off. Yeah. And he cares. And they're going to be good. The thing that worries me is, like, we got to take advantage of this while it exists because when was the last time might fuck off at some point. When was the last time we had this much, like, talent? It's been a fucking while. A, long, a while. Like, we got two really talented, lead, like, tips. The two main snarers are incredibly Super fucking talented. talented. And I hate that word, and I still agree with it. Like, they're both That's the only, that's the only way to describe it right now, though. <laughs> the only way to describe it is talented. They're both I don't phenomenal. like that word either, but... No. And and like talented, are, talented traditionally implies a lack of work. Well, it implies like God given gift, which I don't agree. There's no with. such thing. I think I believe it's work, and yeah. maybe work from the past was, was which is what fuckface is probably like in his working his way up through the grades or whatever. Like he probably just worked his ass off back when he was a younger guy. Drummer Graham. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, did, I just now realized why I like the he's person. Drummer Graham. I I really like the him. Same he's he's. I, I just like realized why I really like the person. But he's and also, also the same gripes. He annoys the shit out of me yeah. because of it's, his. It's drummer Graham. Okay, so I'm a musician. We're musicians, right? I like to think so. Some Art- days are better than others. <laughs> well, for yeah. Me. So artists are notorious. Okay, traditionally or stereotypically, maybe artists are flaky. 
just flaky in the head. Not necessarily yeah, flaky show up, but yeah, not necessarily in person, but kind of like kind of scattered, scattered in their brain, right? Yeah. But we are not. Like I'm incredibly focused, if you will. Like this is the plan. This is what we're doing. But oh, like he's not like that. Like, the, and Graham of, is not like. I that. would say of the two of us, I'm the flaky, like scattered one. Absolutely. But that's only because my head's like going. Because you got a million things going on. Yeah. But like, let's let's take Graham. Like, Graham is incredibly musical. Yes. Very naturally musical. I, I don't know if it's natural, but whatever it is, he's very musical. Like, he can play. Like, he he creates emotion. Mm-hmm. His technical skills are not that great, but he, he's very musical, right? And uh, Fuckface is similar. Like, incredibly technical, very musical, but also, like, he's just all over the fucking place. Like, he shows up with his fucking hose. He's got the yeah. wrong hose. Like, the, he's one of those. The like, thing drives the, you nuts. The saving grace for me, the thing I love about him, and we should probably come up with a better Graham nickname. Graham or Fuckface? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> should probably come up with a better nickname. I, lo- I love that he has, like, this incredible uh, improvisational ability. Incredible ability to improv. Like, yeah. like I remember, remember we did that, we did that, f- like, one of our first in-persons, and it was kind of just, like, three or four of us. Back in, like, February or something? Yeah, and we yeah. were just, like, fucking around. We just, yeah, just because we're like we're like, hey, like, what if we just what if we just like tore this tore this whole thing apart and like improv some shit, see what we like, write right. it down, stuff right. like that. So we right. had like a really creative session, right. and oh my god, dude, that motherfucker is just like, he's like, oh well, what about this? I'm like, shit, that's fucking dope. Dude, it was <laughs> killer. Like we would get we would get murdered in a competition for that, but uh, it, like but it's cares? incredibly yeah. fun. <laughs> like I was like, dude, that's fantastic. Like he'd rip the he'd rip these riffs off, and I was just like. Fuck yeah! Like let's him and Tim, like the, they have. Or you know, you know, Tim how, you know chum. me. I I measure <laughs> I measure everything on the chub scale. Yeah, absolutely. Tim and t- uh, so they, Fuckface and Chum were like they were they were having <laughs> <laughs> the new the new Fuko McGurkin is Fuckface fuck and Chum. chum. <laughs> on the drum side, oh my god! But they have the greatest time. Like they're just oh, laughing their so asses off, fun. doing a bunch of like yeah. drumming. I guess you could call it riffing, like. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's so like it's so cool when they can because it's so it's been so rare in my experience at lower level bands to have drummers that like one can, can play. improv, yeah. Two, they're so good they can. Two, they can, they can like listen to the pipe music and kind of play Adjust. to it. Yeah, yep. Because yeah, the whole idea, in my opinion, is always like drummers are playing to pipers that are playing to drummers that are playing to pipers. Right. It's a lot of that, and it goes wrong. And Horribly. like when when it's just like no, I'm gonna set the beat at 84 and play the score exactly as written, and then you're gonna set the beat to 84 and play the score exactly as written. That's when shit sucks. That's when you get into like these weird grade five band type situations where it's just like it's technically correct, but uh, it's not fun. But there's or... no musicality or emotion to it whatsoever because you're not playing together. You're just both playing on two tracks correct. parallel. You're playing on tracks yeah. and you're hoping they're kind of at the same you're time. Play, you're playing on, you're, you have two trains starting on parallel tracks and that's what you think the music should be right. as opposed to one train or two trains that are like doing this without hitting each other. Well, this is the thing that happened two weeks ago, not the most recent practice, but the one before that, before we had like a full, like full on practice. It was like you and me, Mike and, or Fuckface and Chum. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see that cop show. <laughs> the buddy buddy cop show that is fuck face and chum (laughs) i can't wait for that but it was like and there was like a couple of us it was like uh what's his name um rick mark Mark, if you listen to the podcast uh you're 
Mike. <laughs> you don't even know his real name. God, I've been calling him Mark this whole time. <laughs> his name is Mike. Uh, but yeah, no, if you listen to the podcast and you want a better nickname, uh, I'm accepting submissions. Yeah, Chanaran at gmail.com. I like Fuckface, though. I think Fuckface and Chum just pretty rolls, off the fuck face sh- rolls off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> we could do like a shirt where it's like both of them in aviators. Yeah, Fuckface and Chum. That's great. He's got that like um, Al-Qaeda beard. Well, he's like the grizzled veteran and then uh, Chum's like the Chum's like, you know, like he's the got the hopeful all the, newbie. He's got the hope he's got hopefulness. Yeah. It's a there's a buddy cop drama written right oh in there. Oh my god, the two of those guys would be classic. <laughs> we gotta make them on our YouTube channel. The next thing <laughs> Fuck is Chumpson <laughs> Dude, I don't we don't need to be in it. Let's just produce Fuckface yeah, no, and no. Chum. Like <laughs> Like just what do you, what do you think about those fills, Chum? I don't know, Fuckface. What do you think? <laughs> Oh, the dramatic glasses. Come dramatic glasses coming off. Oh my god! Oh, that'd be so funny. I want producer credits. On. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck face and the new cop, the we buddy have, cop series. Fuck face. Here's and the Jeff. thing I love about grab bag episodes. We are so far <laughs> fucking rabbit hole. Okay, real quick, let's do a little bit of business. Oh, do we have business to do? We got business. Yeah. Um, let's do the raffle winner. Oh yeah, we had a raffle back in June. We just I just yeah. fucked it up. So uh, so as most people know, uh, the Patreon audience, we pick one patron every month that we send them a free piece of merch. Uh, and this month's winner is Ian Gome. Gome? Gome? I don't Gome? know how to say it. Ian. But Ian, I met him, I met him once. He's Ian. A good let dude. us know how to pronounce your name and what piece of merchandise that is a t-shirt. T-shirt. Something relatively inexpensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, let's say like what thirty and under. We'll count. We'll count that. Yeah, thirty and under. Uh, we need to know what you want and what size. Send it to chainerant at gmail.com and we'll put that motherfucker in the mail. Ian's a long, Ian's support, a long term supporter, supporter, man. We like Ian. I guarantee. Now that he's got his free merch. He's just gonna, he's gonna tap out. Ian was one of the first people that I felt the whole like I'm famous experience with. So I went to. Are winter. you famous? Well. Bagpipe famous is not Bagpipe, famous. Yeah, you know what I mean. Bagpipe famous is not, <laughs> not famous, famous my but friend. You know what I mean. So I went to Winter Storm and Ian was like, he came up to me like, oh my god, like blah blah blah, whatever. I don't even remember exactly. I'm like, so like so Ian, basically, Ian, you were completely forgettable. And no, uh, Ian was no, he's a good dude. He looks like Rab, kinda only chubbier. If you imagine it's Rab just, only it's such a harsh, <laughs> it's such a harsh thing. Ian, we love you. Ian, uh, he's like he's like Rab but fatter. <laughs> so we got to raise that limit to forty because apparently he needs a two XL. <laughs> he needs a two XL because Fusco's being a dick. <laughs> apparently, I got yeah, like two XL. Fucking no, no. Ian's, Ian, Ian's a good dude. Uh, Ian is funny. Never mind, Ian. There's no there's no longer a limit. You can pick whatever piece of merch you want. Yeah, dude. If you want a hoodie. Fair enough. Is, You're the in members, is the members jacket still up? I don't think that. No. I, don't, I don't think that comes in Ian's size. But no, <laughs> we haven't had the. We got to get the members jacket. The members jacket was pretty cool. I saw Ozzy put it in her 100 Day Challenge video recently. Shout out Oz. Did she? Yeah, she was wearing it when she was playing her team. Dude, the members jacket is one of my favorite actual pieces of clothing. That I've I actually got. Wear. I've got some new stuff in mind that I think people will like we need new shit because it's uh, yeah, been stale no, no. I, I got, well i'm also limited by the products that are available most i can only adjust the designs but that's what i'm saying like t-shirt that says i have i have I some know. i have some ideas i have some ideas we can talk Dude, about this is what we do let's just aim our product marketing towards bands so like let's create a shirt that or a shirt or whatever hat whatever it is 
that's aimed towards Eric Evanhouse. Like, like just do like the stash, just just the just that, <laughs> just just his uh, his mutton chop, that mutton chop thing, and that's it, right? You know, and and all the Utah people will buy that. So I want to give a quick shout out to the Filthy Pipe Band Facebook group, which has been going gangbusters. Yeah, they're they're insane. Those fuckers uh, are insane. Yeah. So if you want, it's a, it is a private group. If you want admission, uh, you can request it through the Channerant Facebook, I believe. And we mostly approve everybody <laughs> for the most part. I actually denied somebody the other day. Deservedly, I hope. It was a one of those uh, Indian. Oh, I almost I tried to deny that, and you'd already done it before oh, I got to it on my phone. I saw it was like the Poon fucking job, sa- fucking yeah, Indian the same guy shit. that always like emails me at the Highland Games accounts for like, oh, yeah. like we make we make high quality Highland gear. I was like, no, you fucking don't. no, you don't. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I decline that fucker. Like, yeah, dude, you you aren't prepared for this shit. <laughs> yeah, you don't belong here. <laughs> Although we still have questionable, you're, you're, still in, the, a, still you're a, in the wrong neighborhood, son. Yeah, there's still spies in there, but you get spies in there. <laughs> I don't know. I I think so. I don't know. All right, filthy pipe band group, smoke them out. Smoke them out. We got to find the people who you don't recognize. You yeah. got to be on the inside. Smoke them out. So like, well, I saw a jump from like 190 to 230. It's been fucking nuts. No, it's been going up for sure, no doubt. I'm not gonna give you credit yet. I, I'm gonna reserve credit. I don't think you did it on purpose. I think you just lucked into this. But I'm gonna I'm gonna let it sit. Let's see what happens. Give it another month, and we'll see what happens. And then if it if it's true, then I'll give you credit. But you gotta earn it. You gotta earn credit, bro. <laughs> no worries. Um, I ha- I have the advantage of knowing I was right all along. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a very easy way to live life, <laughs> dude. Trust me, as a pipe major, I'm aware of this. This. This uh, confidence of rightness. <laughs> I, I, I would I would describe it as righteousness. Righteousness, <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. So Fusco, yeah. uh, having a bit of a dry spell there, bud. <laughs> I saved it for the for him to take a shot. Oh, you're gonna be a mess. Dry spell in what way? What do you mean? Well, you were telling me that you were a little pent up in the old penile. Oh, the sh- and I said save it for the show. Oh, that um. How's it been going? How's the dating scene? Dating scene. Are you is... still like doing like uh, apps like Oh yeah, Tinder's and I, I always thought Bumble was better. Yes, all of those, all less, of the above. Less less bots. Are you doing farmers only? <laughs> I've never done farmers <laughs> only. If I was in Northern Ireland, I would because that's where a lot that's of it. There's only there's only farmers there. That's all it is. It's um hmm hmm. It's a killing field out there right now. Because I have to imagine because shit's reopening. People have been pent up with their, June first. People have been pent up with their vibrators. Mm-hmm. Like women just don't care. They don't. You don't have to look good. <laughs> and and a vibrator <laughs> won't buy you drinks, but an Andy Fusco will. I uh, absolutely. Uh, I'm very generous, as Josh well knows, because I buy him drinks all the time when I'm drunk. And. Um, Dude, it's uh, it's wild out there right now. Like Vegas is full on. Nature finds a way. <laughs> nature, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like nature finds a way. Yeah, they, it's crazy. Every, everybody just got vaccinated. They're like, let's fucking rage. And to our to our listeners who are in uh, other places where there's not as much vac- vaccination, sorry. Like, I guess. I, I, yeah, um, like, I don't know, man. Like we live in an entertainment industry. We were really concerned about getting people vaxxed. ASAFP. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Like, everybody's back out full on, 
Fremont Street is chaos. Like yep. everything's chaos, like pure on. And guess what? Nothing's changed. I went out the other day, didn't even carry a mask on me. Did not. Dude, I'm I'm just about getting to that point where I, I, I was carrying it for a couple weeks. I'm like, I don't know who's gonna make me wear this thing. I don't know, whatever. But I'm back. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm about to say, like I'm I got the thing that confuses me is I still have a lot I know a lot of people that are anti vax. I'm like I, I get it. Like, okay, like what are you trying to prove? Like you're Let's trying go. to prove that you're independent, I guess. We call like, those we call those people idiots. So on another note, uh Dirtbag Olympics five coming up soon. <laughs> Is that happening? Is that a thing? Yeah, so uh, we need more submissions though. We're still waiting on submissions for everyone. Dirtbag Olympics five. Quarantine edition. I wanna know your dirty quarantine stories. I've got some. So Listen, does uh, Dirtbag Olympics five have to be all my fucking stories? Come on. Yeah, we need, on, we, need we need some more submissions. Um one of the things we can do is you can submit them anonymously or otherwise at channelrate.com slash dirtbag. So hit up that fucking thing. Dude, we are not going to out you. I promise you. Well, you get to pick. You get to pick whether or not you want to be anonymous. Use a moniker. Use your name. The name field is not required for the form. It's going to be good. <laughs> <sighs> oh, no. Oh, I heard that hickey. That is bad news. That's not good. Bad news, Bears. Um, yeah, so Dirtbag Olympics 5. We need to know this. Fuko, so to close out item 6, your dry spell, you're getting laid, right? Yeah. Yes. Good man. All right. So we have so much more things to talk about that we don't really need to talk about. Let's blow through some easy stuff. Uh, Dojo you. how's that been going, bud? Busy? Great. <clears throat> Great. We're so busier than ever. They've released a new book. Doogie uh, turned the Finding Bagpipe Freedom course into a book with the Correct. significant help of our good friend Ozzy Osbrod. Ozzy Osbrod. Which we're going to have him on yeah. the air the weekend of July 4th. Ozzy Osbrod and... Listen, we're not going to we're finding We're finding bagpipe freedom on the most free weekend in the world, which is July 4th July weekend. 4th, so the show's going to be on July 3rd, though, because I'm going to be hammered on July 4th. So, Well, we can't do it on July 4th. It'll be July 4th for Ozzy. Correct. Yeah. Technique. But she doesn't care. Yeah, she doesn't care. Because Australia doesn't matter. Well, because they haven't beaten off the monarchs yet. We have. <laughs> it's going to be fun because we're going to have Ozzy Broad and AD Doogie on, and we're going to talk about what it's like to write a book with... Doogie. Well, we were we were originally just gonna have Doogie on, and then I realized I didn't want everyone to unsubscribe, so we're bringing on Ozzy as well. Wait, right? We gotta we gotta go with what works, which is Ozzy Broad, not Doogie. The only other <laughs> the only other uh, also speaking of Dojo stuff, uh, you can still get your premium test drive for one dollar uh, at channelrant.com slash luckless. There you go, boom. Yeah, and I think we have a link for the book, but I don't have it built yet, we do. so we're screwed. We do. If you um, you want to uh, buy the book, which you should, because Bagpipe Freedom is... <sighs> freedom. 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 I think the, the mentality of this is very, very on point. I, it's very much on brand for the dojo. If you've not experienced any dojo mater- like learning materials before, um, and we'll make a link. What, what should we call it? Channelrant.com slash book. No. Book. Chainerant.com slash freedom. 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 So I'll make that link after the show and uh, you can you can get the book. Um if you have dipped your toes in the dojo before and don't really understand what the fuck's going on. 
I'm sure, I think Camille probably did a better job of explaining it. That's why we're having her yeah. on. Because <laughs> otherwise we'll fuck it up. So we need her to actually cause keep it on point and describe it. Because Andrew will give himself a lot of credit and blow himself. And then Ozzy Broad will tell us the reality of how what it's like to write a book. Show. What what is it like to write a book with Andrew Douglas? And that yeah. that's actually what I I'm care about. Like obviously it's a good book. Like there's not it's gotten, that many. It's gotten rave, rave reviews, reviews according yeah. to the Dojo Instagram. Right, correct. So <laughs> but what I'm interested in is like what is it like for Ozzy Bro? It's more about the process for me, yeah. Like what like, was the back and forth like? Cuz like I cuz like I've worked with him on the on books before cuz I did the planner. Right. But that was easy. That was just like, yeah, just make these pages different. <laughs> Right. It wasn't a blocks of content. Yeah. I'm so curious Very to curious. dig into how this happened. But anyway. So, Fusco, you had an item here. Uh, Jennifer from Canada coming to Vegas. Apparently, Jennifer, who is a new member of the uh, Patreon or patron or whatever the She's fuck you patron. call it. She's a patron. Is coming to Vegas. She just booked her trip. And, of course... In true Channerant fashion, apparently we have to meet with everybody that's a patron. Everybody that comes to Vegas. <laughs> if you come to Vegas, we will no. meet you. We will meet with you. There's a good chance I'll have sex with you. But, I mean, not necessarily. You hear that, Eric Heavenhouse? You have Eric a chance. <laughs> if, you're br- if you're beer boy Brad, <laughs> come on down. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Jennifer is coming, and she was hyper opposed to the... Um, that's Bear's tail underneath the I was, door. I was yeah. like, no, his yeah. tail fits underneath the door. It's weird. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to meeting Jennifer, one of the patrons. And cool. So this brings well, we gotta up do, a, we got to do some content. This brings up a question though. The the November concert. Yes. The idea, okay. One one idea proposed is a uh. Piper's Dojo meetup in Vegas the week of the concert. Give them give them an opportunity to perform together. What do you think? I I was the one. That, yeah, I, I, you remember the conversation we had at the black hole? Yes, but they don't know that. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> no, I think it's a great idea. Um, we're always looking for an angle on an these angle. things. We and always not, want. And like I don't say that in like a facetious advertising way because no. I, for as far as I'm concerned, we can still make the concert free. We, we have the means to make it free. Sure. Uh, the thing for me is, like, I'm always looking to outdo whatever we did creatively prior. It's all about creatively. And I, creatively, yeah. It's all about that. Yes. It's all about creativity. You don't want this. I need another beer. But here, I got one. That's not open. Oh, you do? There you go. Oh, okay. But yeah, so I think that a cool angle in my opinion for the concert and we talked about this because for a lot of people the hundreds tavern is a black hole for us it's like the nexus of creativity correct you have to fly too close to the sun to like (laughs) truly appreciate ideas it's weird too man we have like the one booth we sit in the booth ideas poor ideas poor it's magical it's (laughs) magical it's a magical place um but yeah so so currently what we're toying with is the idea of having a bunch of your students Come to Vegas for a dojo meetup, mm-hmm. perform at the concert. You know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but also kind of this intro video idea that I will not disclose. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome, man. I think there's something to be said for uh, immediately post pandemic. 
getting all the people that you've been talking to through a screen mm-hmm. into a room. I I agree. And just like kind of a show of force, right? Like show of force, yeah. Show of force of like, hey, guess what, motherfuckers? Like, we made it. We made it. We may not be as good as we were, but we'll be good again. Like fucking. But we're here. We're here. And we're still standing. Surviving is more I'm important, right? Like, yeah. Like sometimes surviving is more important than winning. Correct. Absolutely. It's like life is survival. It's not. So I think in this case, like to be able to show, especially because you know our con- our concert very much focuses on our local community. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of twofold, right? Like for our uh, national and international community that you know you work with all the time on the dojo, and we mm-hmm. do content for and stuff like that. There's a win there because like, hey, we beat it. Like we can get together again and have beers and play pipes and fucking fuck you, Rona, fuck you, everybody. Right. For our local community, I think there's a benefit there of just like, hey, like you don't even like they don't even understand the vastness of the piping community whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So to be able to display that through having all these people from all these places and like showcase that, I think is fucking brilliant. Like just yeah. just be like, hey, just so you know, like you've only been exposed to us for however many years. Here is the com- here's the larger community behind us that fucking keeps us going. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's a I think that's an important thing that not only does it give the opportunity for uh, pipers from all over to just like fucking cut loose for a bit and have fun, but it like kind of educates our community on like, hey, this is bigger than just our band that you can't get the name right of when we're playing events. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I wonder like with our local people if they mm, our local people don't, don't our local people don't appreciate what they have i can i can preempt what you're trying to go for yeah now. exactly so i so like not just and not, i wouldn't just say the people who i might uh, be trying to make a point here <laughs> I, I won't just say the people who are showing up to these events don't necessarily understand what they have the people who are part of our organization don't understand what they have it's like oh it's just our another just another tuesday and we're going to show up and fuck around there's a lot of people out there that really fucking work their ass off and care. And let me show you what that is. That would be amazing. You know? And, and, and that's a little, maybe that's a little selfish and little, mm, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Um, well, it's, it's, it's kind of twisting the knife a bit, but I would also argue that like, you know, you didn't know that you were shitty until you saw someone good. Right. Correct. Yeah, so it's all relative. And that, and that's, and that go that applies to anything. Like, it's not necessarily about being better at the music. It's not necessarily being better at, like, instrument maintenance or tuning. Sometimes it's like, hey, you didn't know that you were being shitty at being a band member until you saw someone that's, like, would travel just to fucking have the opportunity to do what you get offered all the time. Right. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's, you you know, people don't realize their privilege (laughs) in in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The privilege is easily... um, This is why I think we should just... Pull kilts. I told told you this before. <laughs> yeah, but well, I guess kilt, we're not doing the, gigs either way. The so. kilt, the kilt is a right. You, you gotta, gotta earn, earn it. it. You gotta earn it. It's not a, it's not a right. It's a uh, what's the right word? It's a privilege, not a right or whatever. Maybe a privilege. Maybe a maybe a burden. Well, it's definitely a burden. <laughs> if you're leadership, it's a burden. But I don't know. <clears throat> I mean. It's it's nice to have a thing here in Southern Nevada. That's pretty good. 
I wouldn't want to be part of an organization that is shit. I mean, we're still shit. Don't get me wrong, but at least we try to maintain. Well, I don't think we're I don't think we're struggling with anything that every other band in our grade level isn't struggling with, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's people that do it amazing. There's people that do it better than us, uh, worse than us, same as us. Right. Just one of those things where it's like, fuck, dude. At the end of the day, appreciate your leadership because they're the ones beating their heads against the wall trying to get you to fucking come to practice. <laughs> just, just to show up. Just show up. Just to motivate 90, people. Ninety percent of life, man. And I think it'd be interesting to see because, like, the only the only fear that I have is like we're gonna have an event where there's more people that came from out of town than came from in town. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a good wake up call, or do you think that's like highly demotivating? A wake up, a wake up call for who? The, pe- the local people. I mean, ultimately, that's think, the point. I think it'd be a wake-up call for you and I. I'm well aware of this. Uh, it's, I don't know if that's a wake-up call for me because I'm well aware that... So here's, the, here's the beauty of what I do is like I have the opportunity to choose who my students are. I don't, I don't need to take anybody at it at this point. There was a time when I had to take everybody. Are you saying you're not going to fucking look at my clap video for Bagpipe Freedom Phase 1? Oh, no, no, no. I absolutely would because that's my job. But <laughs> but what I'm saying is I don't have to take on a student. When people contact me like, hey, I'm interested in learning like learning more. I'm like, yeah, come to group lessons. I'll pass you off to somebody else. When you're worthy, I will take you on. I don't mean it that way. Like, it's not well, like it's not worthy, worthy about a skill level. It's, like it's worthy about a commitment level. A commitment level. Yeah, it's it has different. nothing to do with your ability. It's like, are you actually interested in being You can a suck ass. Player? You can suck ass. If you work harder than everyone else, you'll be better than everyone else. That's Correct. just how it is. Are you willing to, to you'll actually be better, You'll you be better care? than the lazy person that has a little bit better immediate ability. Right, exactly. Do you care? That's the important thing, you know? So, um, are you going to drive out and pick up Tyree and Searchlight? Because if not, <laughs> I don't want you. <laughs> like we're all in this together this is a band everybody should be like yeah man well like, other than rick rick would be like that would be ridiculous but other than him everybody would be like yeah man i'm in where are you tell me where to go that's the thing that i miss i think from like when i like because i think and this is i mean we got to wrap up at some point but yeah, i think is... the, the thing for me has always been like i wish it was more like when i went through and not like the dark parts where like it was more misogynistic and people didn't know shit about reeds or tuning or proper maintenance or anything like that. Like, but the mentality, like the, the mentality, like the camaraderie back mm-hmm. then, n- I've not had that recreated in a very long time. And that's what burns me out. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I've, I've definitely thought about that and how to recreate that going forward. Um, <laughs> I have some ideas. Because but it, like but the efficiency <laughs> is greater, but the camaraderie is less. You're absolutely right. I agree. It might involve you know cutting off the leg that's stuff stuck in the bear trap, but <laughs> I have some ideas. I mean, I'm I'm open to ideas. Like, there's no <laughs> there's no what's the word? Uh, what's the right way to say this? There's no um, fuck. What's the what's the saying? There's no something on ideas. There's no. No wrong way to milk a goose. I, I don't know. What do you I don't remember. There's no episode like, title. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm I'm interested to know more about like what we can do to cultivate, if you will, what we already have. Yeah, improve. It's whatever. interesting. So Fusco, we got to wrap this show up. 
Yeah, dude. Uh, it's been an incredibly rambling and interesting and fun <laughs> grab bag. Uh, do you want to drop any final thoughts there, brother? Uh, I, I No, not really, other than I'm very excited that we actually had an in-band practice with a bunch of people, and that's really encouraging, and I wish that on everybody else. I hope everybody else is doing that. Some people are slower than others, and that's fair, but get back to it. Fuck it. Yeah, I think I... I have nothing really that different to say. I think that I was just super stoked to be there. And uh, here's to here's to uh, getting bagpiping going again, man. I'm stoked. <laughs> Let's do it. Right. Worlds, bitches. Cheers, buddy. Salute. Thank you to everyone who tuned in for this episode of the Channel Red Podcast. It'll be out in mid-December. Uh, have a great, great <laughs> rest of your weekend. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and play us out. Yeah.